0: where the designatees fall, right? And then there's the actual, okay, you go do the work. That's the actual, the actual, from the actual to the potential, from the potential to the actual. Yeah. Got it? So the fact that that club exists for the honor of the king eventually to be taken from there, yeah. that's the skhus. Yeah. Without any pilpal, without any... Yeah, but, but you just supply the information. It's not just
1: the subsides that he has, the potential. He's, right now, he's part of the the, the club. Yeah,
0: yeah, the pool. Let's, the right let, it. let's call it the pool. The it pool say of that honoree. He to be, you know, he
1: has to be from six to sixty to be a member of the
0: club. No, the reason why is because at birth he's already part of the pool. Yeah. However, you want to make sure he's alive. That's why. So to
1: be, uh, but
0: really, he well, as soon as he, you know it's levim and the uh, levim at birth are in the pool, of guys from which they will be picked. Uh, what pool is that? Honor of the king? The king's uh, retin- uh, retin- retinue, whatever you call it. What? Brigade, retinue, right? His brigade. No, brigade is uh, indicate. that's war. Retinue is retinue his. Is like his, his uh, what he called the king when he comes entourage. to entourage. entourage. There you are. He's part of the entourage of the king at birth. Why? Because from that pool he will be picked and he's part of the pool. It's like being born to wealth. Nobility. Yeah, no, Bill. Uh, well, that's really what it, what it was. Yeah, is because that's why. That's a schuz. Yeah, but it's not because of what he did. It's because no. of internal. Yeah, yeah, But uh, this was a guy, you know, I
1: wasn't sure his point, but you uh, don't find it together like that. What kind of schuz does a person have for doing nothing?
0: So the answer is has nothing to do with him. The levim which chose. It, he's shavet levi. Shavet levi has a schuz. Yeah, not, not him. Of course.
1: not going to go on him today. Because the Reb just gave a, a thing about why is Nazir a higher madriga of Kedusha than a Koyin in terms of not being mit- mitami because he can't Matami even to kroven. him. So he's but he's only you know, he's only a, a Nazir for 30 days let's say and the Koyin is his whole life.
0: Yeah, but there's a difference in the
1: kedushah so so he said that that, he said he said that he's I don't remember what he said he said something like uh, if he's I don't know the fact that he's raising himself up
0: that's Bechira no the the reason is because they're two different kedushas. the coin is because he's in the service of God the Nozir is Khodorosh because he's in the worship of God. That's the difference. What's the difference? Service and worship. Because I serve God, yeah. right? But, when I'm, but what I'm... what of a Nose is precious. Think about it. A coin, the Ekezach of a coin isn't precious, right? He just has to keep himself in a certain uh, level of um, uh, dedication. Let's use that word. And that makes the kedusha. The Kedush of a coin of comes from his dedication, that he is the guy who serves the mashlam in the base of mikdash, right? So that's I a dedication. That
1: comes from the fact that he's part of Hashem's
0: who servants. Kedub, yeah, his, yeah, his household. Right. Right. But the, the nazir, what he does is precious. That's avoider It's a different. It's an avoider of the self, as opposed avoider of the base of Middash. See, so nazir what does, what does mean? worship means that. He he is oyveder Vanashlan. Not mit Sad that he works in the temple of God. He's not part of the household. Had on the being household. And Noz is Khodosh because his precious makes him incredibly uh, away from Gashmias and all that, right? He he is Kodesh. A Koin is Kodesh because he's in the household, you see? He's Kodesh because he's Kodesh, because he's a Porosh. So the Kedush of a, which is interesting, the Nausea is greater than the Kedusha. Kiddush, that's because Kedusha determines what you can tell yourself to. Because it's a So the Kedusha of a coin is less than the Kedusha of a Nausea. See, a Nausea, no, his Kedusha doesn't come from the fact that he's in the household of God or part of the staff. Let's use the word staff, you know. Right? He's not talking about the staff, you know. In other words, why am I holy? Because I'm part of the staff. You're part of the staff. You got to you got uh, a certain guy. You know, you, you have certain requirements. But the Kiddush of a kohen comes from the fact that he's part of the staff, the temple staff. So therefore, it's like you know, you represent the, you come by the staff. Hey, you got certain requirements that you got to meet. The Kiddush of a nosakon comes from part of the staff. It's a part of the staff. That's part of his, because of his precious mitzvah the avodah itself. That's a greater shlemos than the kohen. Besides, a coin was born to be a coin. A nozah had to make himself a coin. It's a, it's a, it's two different caduceus yeah. So the, from that you see that the nose is greater than a coin. Interesting. But you see the difference. Right. Either because he was staff or because that's the avid of a Jew. How do you know it's greater? How do you compare Because of the toma Because of oh, tumor. Tumor. That's, That was his question. Who's your question? No, no. That's what I would have answered. You, he didn't answer. He said me. the
1: direct muster, and I forgot exactly what oh, okay. he said. So I don't want to mention it
0: yeah, Musa is, you know, always go hashkafah first. Okay. Then you do Musa second. Because <laughs> hashkafah is the real plan. Musa, it's a real Hasagah. Musa is what we can learn out of that. You know, fine. Mm-hmm. Hashkafah is always greater than Musa. Because hashkafah that, is the reality.
1: That answer, hashkafah that you gave, yeah. is a Musa.
0: Well, exactly. I mean, we're going, wow. That means to be oyved Mitzan Atma is greater than to be appointed as part of the staff. You know, yeah, exactly. Musa comes out of it. You're right. I was just
1: saying the comparison that a, that a Nazir has a bigger caduceus than a than How's the big end of what was the big one? The Tuma. to to was. That they can only be a Matame to a Mesmitswa. I a Kahe can be a Matame to Zion Krogan.
0: Yeah. When I leave off last week, a two weeks ago?
1: Well, where did I leave off you, of? Michael you Michael need to Mania. tell me <laughs> <laughs> that was
0: the his I talked about that something is dying yes, yes. you need to remind me I'm, yeah. I'm so out of it you went
1: through the general all the tactics I did went through general? the general yeah. the last and the did I go through the Lapid did I go to Yahweh Lapid did I do Lapid the, the Arab did I, did
0: I do Lapid tell me I almost oh, forgot it the Arab I'm so out of it what the Arab
1: so what? Yeah. The Arab you yeah. did I talk about the Arab yes. Arab who yes. they are Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah, they're not the 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 anti uh, anti from
0: from the. This is uh, I talked about the Hatzilenu miad Ochim miad uh, the origin of the Arafat. Why? No. Uh, yeah. you,
1: uh, you mentioned know. the Arafat. Yeah,
0: but did I talk about the origins of the Arafat? I don't know. No. You left us that you're gonna
1: like continue with
0: today. Some juicy details. That I don't remember. Sure. I don't remember Yannochim yeah, I I you know, I spoke. I went to L.A. I spoke 11 times. Oh. I am Obvious. so, yeah, from the seven yeah. days I was there, I spoke 11 times. And I'm just so out of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I it's bumps up. I remember I spoke something about the, the general, the, you know. It's, it's, yeah. I do I got I get back, where, where did I, you know, leave off? I don't
1: remember I mean, I don't you of the origins of the Arab I army mean, You said that they were the last, they were the, <coughs> they were, um, this is So that, the that was man. the second level, the dissidents. Right, so, and, then, and then you told us about that. They oh yeah, because well. of uh, yeah, then, that, that was. As well. Shmuel asking to become the bechor. He wants something, in that's why Yisrael. Right? Right. Oh, why you mean the the, the 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 conversation the between inter- the Malachim? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did that. Yes, yes, yes. and that's why uh, Obama got into the White House. Ah, did they
0: I say any? Uh, did I did I, did well, I well, say well. what his takles well. is? Did I give you three of them? Yeah, the takles for
1: us. You said the the and Oh, okay, good. It's okay, great. Oh wow.
0: Uh, this Gavaldi, Two weeks later, you guys, remember it? Wow. So I did. I did Obama. Did I did? Did I do Holocaust? Yes. But did I tell you Holocaust? going, going and all that stuff? No.
1: You just said the Holocaust was sort of settling the accounts. No, 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 the It was it it was the big glove. The big glove.
0: I did that let me see what else I did I'm did I talk about uh, three parts of Aesop yeah,
1: Yara, yes Russia.
0: I I spoke about that yeah. Yeah. that Aesop is divided into three
1: Kaiva. Oh, okay. Gaiva, Gaiva, Gaiva in America is yeah. the Kaiva. Yeah.
0: Russia is the Kaiva. I, I talked about that is the, is
1: there, what's the
0: third one Mirma Mirma fraud oh. deceit yeah. uh, uh, killing
1: people in the name of
0: peace yeah, uh, uh, yeah uh, deception fraud Oh, so I talked about okay, that was important. Who is America? Who is Russia?
1: Who is Myanmar? Europe. Europe. Uh, Europe. Okay. Yeah, Europe is.
0: It's so false. It's it's such hypocrisy. It's unbelievable. Where they preach Christianity, you know all this kind of stuff, and they killed more people in the name of you know what. It's just incredible. Is it winner on? Yes. Amaya? Sure. And I'm
1: thinking.
0: It's okay. Oh, so... wow. Okay. It's cool. It's cool. No, I don't have any makeup well, Okay, uh, what am I? Did I talk about Lapid?
1: You mention I, talk about,
0: yes. I mentioned Lapid? Mm-hmm. Midah Kneged Midah? The yeah. Satin is dying? Right. No, not Satin, Yishmael is dying? I talked about Yishmael dying? Yes. Yes. I did? Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. What's Lapid? Yayel Lapid? I talked about Yishmael dying? No, I don't think yes. I did
1: the shawls dying, of course that's why they're fighting with each other they're killing each okay. other because they only have limited condition they have right, some okay, yeah. so
0: I, I mentioned that that they're dying yeah. um, and also you see that also because uh, uh, America is now the, one of the greatest oil producers in the world so therefore their value or their worth the hashivas is dying because their hashivas is oil right so since America has now become one of the greatest uh, producers of oil because of it's sure. called fracking mm-hmm.
1: Obama's trying bending over backwards to try to stop it. Yeah. Maybe yeah. For environmental reasons, but still. Yeah, and uh, so, so I steam, mentioned that,
0: I like mentioned uh, and also that Israel has now found major discoveries. Yeah? Or um, no, I gas, mentioned about I, I didn't mention mean, I didn't gas discoveries. Maybe it's, okay. No,
1: I don't think you spoke about it in this series.
0: But I mentioned the rise of uh, Lapid, why?
1: I don't think you I, did specific. I mention the
0: teenagers, what they yeah, were no. all about? No. No. no, no, nothing in this series. Okay, so no. let me let me start from that point, then I'll, okay. Yeah. So we see therefore that Yishmael um, is dying, you see all, almost all the states in the Middle East are collapsing, ah, so the power of Yishmael is disintegrating, ah, you see. And like I said, one of the ideas you see is that America now produces enormous amount of oil because of the new procedures called fracking, which means they can drill horizontally. (laughs) Before they can only drill vertically. Now they can drill horizontally and break the rocks, which releases the oil. They couldn't do that before. Anyway, and then Israel, of course, has found the Leviathan, the major gas. And also I heard that, that they found a major oil deposit in the Golan. You know, that's why I read. Yeah, you know, oil, in Golan, huge deposit. So it's going to make them one of you know enormous mountains. So well. the- <clears throat> no, so then therefore, they don't need the Arabs anymore for energy. They have their own. Oh,
1: so the
0: whole, the whole claim to fame by the Arabs, right? You know, remember, the Arabs have contributed nothing to civilization for the last five hundred years. Nothing. That's one of the reasons why they're so jealous, and they hate everybody else. They've been destroyed. Their leaders have destroyed them, that's really what's happened, you know. Uh, So therefore, uh, they have contributed nothing. So their whole hashivas was oil. That's why they discovered oil I think in 1820 or something like that in Saudi Arabia and then everything took off after that, you know, the Arabs just like, that was it. Once they discovered oil, Um, in any case, but what's happening obviously is that the Arabs are collapsing. Which also means America is now one of the greatest oil producers in Israel and so on. Not only that, i you not aware of it, but you know that the oil in Saudi Arabia is predicted to run out in six years? Are you aware of that? The, the oil of Saudi Arabia is predicted to run out in six years' time. What? well qatar yeah they're all they're all on all the same boat structures. it's all really one deposit each guy just takes his own
1: uh, the it's the
0: middle town. east deposit it's huge you know
1: dubai dubai
0: is going to be a ghost town who dubai 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 will never be a ghost town that's <laughs> the way it's built it's, it's incredible but so that's why there's a tremendous who when time they will take over you who, who? No, no, no. Wait, wait. So therefore, Saudi Arabia, their oil is predicted to run out in six years, which is incredible. I mean, that's the end of Saudi Arabia, basically, you know. That's why there's a tremendous thrust. I don't know if you realize what's going on. Uh, The What's his name? The uh, Salomon. He's the, uh, what's his name? He's the king, uh, King Salomon, whatever, of Saudi Arabia. That's why the the young people are taking over, because they realize that Saudi Arabia is looking at the handwriting on the wall. And Saudi Arabia is the greatest oil producer in the world, right? And uh, so therefore, their whole emphasis now is to change their economy. I don't know into what, but they realize that if if they want to survive, they have to change the economy, not based on oil, but based on whatever they decide, you know? So there's a tremendous emphasis now in Saudi Arabia, which is going to be true of all the nations in the Middle East. Look, their time's running out, you see. So therefore, you see clear... You see clear that the Arab influence over the political situation of the world as well as the oh. economic is getting incredibly falter, and that's what's happening. Now if that's the case then we know that uh, the Sultan is being Yoyneq, he's going crazy the Sultan, because of that obviously. So what does the Sultan do? So the Sutton, um, what he does is he looks at the Chatoim of Klai because the only power that the Sultan has is what's called prosecution of Kitro. So he digs up, which is always true of Kleinsfeld, which is tragic. He digs up, which is always tr- uh, true of Kleinsfeld, which is tragic. He digs up the Avera. What's the, what's the Avera that Kleinsfeld is always guilty of? <laughs> well, Sinas Chinam. There's always Lashin Haram Achoykas in That's why the Beis HaMegdash was destroyed, right? Because of Lashin horror and Sinas Chinam, right? Second Beis HaMegdash. And that is also why the Mashiach doesn't come and is missing Kleinstrom and so on. So therefore the Satan digs that up and he's Mukatric and he wins. You see. So therefore the the the, the uh, judgment apparently was be the connected leader You guys wanna hate each other. You guys wanna speak lush and about each other. So what I will do is I will arise or I will make arise a guy who hates charidam from orthodox because the major clip this remember one thing the Sutton most of will is no longer uh, can no longer give their kidusha to the sotan because they have no bakhira most of klaisvel today is tnichnishba they have no bakhira anymore so we know therefore that if they have no bakhira so the doesn't bring down pidush and give it to the sotan because they are their honest uh, Newsom, they are, you know, whatever.
1: You should be interested to open more yeshivas. Who? Seven.
0: To open more yeshivas. It's, it's
1: more, more food for
0: them. Yeah, but that's only if they send. What happens if they don't send? He doesn't get anything. They it's get more. Special
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, but obviously there's no chance. at guess no. He did open yeshivas. see, you know, he, he did open yeshivas. You know, May. 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 I, don't, I don't want to talk about that because that's going <laughs> to get a lot of people angry at me. Those who know what I mean know what I mean uh, 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 anyway uh, so therefore he's makalic he prosecutes the Jewish people so therefore what's the prosecution that from because of all the makhlukist horror and so on there arises in claims israel a politician Ya Mudikni das. you know whether he's an atheist or not I don't know but he hates just like his father Pid hated the Froma for whatever reason. Uh, and uh, so he arose, 90, got 19 seats in the Knesset, which is beyond belief because this guy's basically a nobody from nowhere. How in the world does this guy get 19 seats? That's incredible. And the main idea is to look at his platform, and that's where you see it's satanic. His platform, the first part of his platform was the army. I want to take all the Haredim and put them in the army. What is that going to do? And therefore, Ben-Gurion said that putting a guy in the army really secularizes him. We know that. That's why the G'doyim are against the army in that sense. That's why if you do have the army, you have a separate unit and all that, right? Uh, So therefore, what he wants to do is secularize the Haredim by having all those guys, instead of learning Torah at that age, which is the main age, put them in the army. And then if they become secular, what are they going to do? They're going to sin. And if they sin, then his benefactor, called the Sultan, will be Yine. You see? What a ploy. Unbelievable ploy. But now you understand that within the context of what's happening, it's not an accident. The second thing Lapid wants to do is not just uh, put guys in the the army, but he wants to take away money from all the Kolels. And if all the Kolels will collapse, if that happens, the guys got to go to work. If they go to work, then their religion will be diminished again, which will make it more likely that they will sin. So that's the second platform, which is again, again, in the service of his benefactor. That's where you see it. And benefactor, of course, is a Sutton. The third thing Lapid wants to do is to take away, to change the educational system of base So therefore, they become more secular. That was the whole argument going on. They want to change the curriculum and force the Beisiyachos to comply, and if not, they'll take away their money. <clears throat> so therefore, if the girls become secular, then that's the, that's the end of Jewish mamas, as they say. You know, uh, you know the Jewish uh, woman's education, which is so critical for the Kium, for the uh, existence of clients, or the preservation, and so on. We should take a look at his platform. That's what he wants. Of course, he's trying to say, not because I hate the Haredim, which of course he does, but look at the platform. The platform is geared to make them secular. And to make sure they sin. So the sultan, his benefactor, right? Well, of course, he doesn't realize that. Can be earn from the Kedusha? What a ploy, you see. And what is it that's, how does he get that? Midah connected meter. What's the meter connected meter? You guys want to hate each other. So Lapid hates you out of nowhere. And his whole campaign was anti-Haredi, you see. So what you're really looking at with Lapid is a desperate attempt of the sultan to survive. That's what explains it. Because his election is a miracle. You know, whenever you see some guy coming out of nowhere and it really makes no sense, that's the Bush. Says, "I want this. I need this guy." That's the concept of Obama. I need this guy to destroy America, as I said, uh, to empower the Arabs and to designate the end of time. You, you know, Clinton was. I tell you why Clinton was president. I never tell you why Clinton was president. You gotta hold on to that. Um, same thing. Clinton was also in this. Well, let me just finish this. Uh, oh, so therefore, it, the, the, the the whole all the all the uh, religious parties were in terrible quandary. What to do? Was one of, but the interesting thing, it wasn't just Lapid. Once Lapid came out with his program to secularize the Jewish, the uh, religious, dati, whatever it is, right? The whole government joined them. It's incredible what they did, because they're all arab That whole government is arab really. The reason why they tolerate the Fruma, only one reason, is because they need them for the, for the coalition. Other than that, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that they needed these guys to make a coalition of more than 61, or 60 or 61, or whatever, right, they just discard them, which is exactly what they did when Lapid wasn't part of the government. So therefore, we see that this is what they want to do. Can can Satan pick a person and give him a power? Yes, it power? Be yes, because of kitrugam. The Satan is a nobody, zero. That's basically what he is—a zero. His power comes in the sins of the Jews. He's Makatre. The and therefore Bezin says, you know, justice is justice, you know, uh, and therefore he, if he wins, then he gets he gets the power to, you know, he will he will pick a guy that wants to do it anyway. It's not that he puts this in the mind of a That's not that he influences Latvia, to be a Russia, which he is, okay, but it's because he's now able to look around and select. Ah, this guy, right, complies with my agenda, so I'll pick him. You see, the Bunchim does the same thing. You see, and um, what you really saw in World War Two with Hitler and you know, the Bunchim zero was that the Jews have to die. Well, for without without getting into that, uh, you know, and so on. So there, he looked around for a guy, whoever this guy is going to be has to be unique. Because, you know, people hate, but they don't hate people where they, can, where they turn them into ashes, you know, boil their fats and then take away the, you know, there's a degree of hatred. Hitler was obsessed with the Jews. He saw that clear, you know. Uh, and, therefore, the Barsham looked around and ch- checked out this guy, you know, Hitler, that was he was an Austrian. And he saw that he hates the Jews with a passion that just boggles the mind. So he picked him. He said, you're my guy. So he didn't make Hitler that way in that sense. Hitler chose to be that way. It's just that it conforms with the plan of God. And therefore, Hitler goes rises to power. That's really the way it works. And, of course, and you, you know where you really see that? Because Hitler, who was Hitler? He a nobody. He was a nobody. guy. He really was, a, was a, some failed, failed guy from Austria. You know, and all of a sudden, he rose <coughs> to the top. Okay, he had very good oratorial skills. That's true. But really, he was a nobody. What was his claim to fame, you see? But whatever, <coughs> he, he tapped into the German hatred of Jews anyway. It's all Teva. There are natural reasons why Hitler was successful, because the Germans anyway hated everybody, especially the Germans, because they're the Ibermen, the, the Ibermen, you know, the supreme man. Because I'm they by gave and he tapped into that, especially if the World War One, I they were, was tremendously, you know, um, uh, beaten down and so on because of the, you know, and uh, because they had the reparations and so on. So he tapped into that. And the Bershom said, don't worry, you're my man because I need you, unfortunately, uh, terrible. I need you to slaughter the Jews. What? Yeah, that, that's not Because that wasn't Yeah, that's a separate, exactly. Far. Because, like I said, the Holocaust is multideterministic. Whatever the Bershom does is multi-deterministic. There are many reasons. I gave you one, how the sultan would gain from this, you see. So he wouldn't be Mekatreg. Why would he Mekatreg if he's going to get the Jews to give up their faith? You see, he's not going to stop it. You know? But the Bershom does it for his reasons, well, you know, and so on, in terms of the Holocaust. So Bershom picked a person who was rabid. Rabid is not even a word for it. He can go into Guinness as the greatest anti-Semite in history. Which he really was. He was the greatest anti-Semite in history, you know, because what he did is so far ahead of what everybody else did to the Jews. And that, that you know, people hate Jews, but what this guy did uh, is just beyond belief. What he did, uh, and, and so on. So, um, in any case, so the Russian picks so uh, picked this guy because he conformed to the plan. Uh, Lapid picked you know, the sultan was able to get him, he conforms to the plan, you know, I mean, he, his father, Tamir Lapid, was a terrible, terrible anti-Haredi uh, person and so on. But in any case, um, now, so what, the Rav sees what? He sees that, that uh, Klai Yisrael, I mean, Klai Yisrael is suffering, because these guys now have Shlita as a measure for measure. So what the Bansham did is very interesting if the sultan's kitrig was avas uh, yisrael was sinas well how do you rectify this so you need to somehow create a movement of achtos in and avas yisrael interesting in you know, order to combat the tremendous sinas chinam that the sultan is using as ammunition against the karetan so what the bashman does is amazing he gets three teenagers to be kidnapped see, I don't know why these three but what they did is they created a movement of incredible avas Israel. There are people that said they have never seen. They united the Jewish people. If you remember those, I think it was three years ago. They united the Jewish people to have such an unbelievable ava, closeness, that each one fell to another Jew. All Jews united for that idea. Why? In order to counter the ketrugam of the satan. Interesting. Why would that come right after Lapid? That's why, because the worship had to undo the, the sinner and what he did was create an incredible amount of and Yisrael that, and that was a tremendous refuah, so to speak, or rectification of the sudden kitrugim. Uh, and then, of course, if that's true, if he takes away the whole reason for the kitrug, right? So what happens? Lapid was thrown out of the government. Was this an accident? You know, most time this doesn't happen where some guy's thrown out of the government, but it happened because his backer, his benefactor, was out of business. So Lapid was actually thrown out of the government and then you had uh, the government did what? The government was, uh, uh, you know, new elections, fine. But Netanyahu did a tremendous risk because it was very possible he wouldn't have gotten, <coughs> it, you see, but after a while he realized, this guy's crazy. I mean, this guy, gonna, he's stopping me from governing, whatever that means. Um, so, um, so therefore, he was thrown out. Tremendous. So therefore, the satan, what, he's still dying, right? So the, the big bluff failed, right? His dissidents are really failing. His dissidents are the heir of Rav. They're failing, right? And Yishmuel is dying. And now Lapid, his guy, try to take the Haredim, destroy them, make them more secular, not destroy them, but to make them more secular, that failed. So what's next? Right? He's always on the warpath because he's got to survive. So you know what's next? Reformed. You know, the reform movement is not legitimatized in Israel. And now for the first time, remember the women at the wall and all that? There's a tremendous battle going on. The reform movement is seeking legitimacy in Israel. Well, what is the reform movement all about? to reform the Jews the sinners, right? why now? because everybody, all his other strategies are failing you see? <coughs> so it's interesting, they're failing so he's got left so now he's trying to get his guys, the heir of Rav, the leaders like I told you, the reformed people are not heir of Rav, it is the leaders that are heir of Rav he's trying to get that, them to become legitimate in Israel and as a result of the back to be legitimate in Israel what will happen? He's hoping to influence a lot of Israelis to sin, you see? And again, he's back in business. You can see the strategies of the satan, but he's coming up with stuff that's miraculous. You know, that never happened before, you see? So what you now see is all of this is happening because Yishmael is dying, and he's trying to therefore get his Erevraf to finish the job, you see? <clears throat> Why is the ear of Rav so special? You should know one thing. The ear of Rav is very interesting. The ear of Rav are Jews, if you remember what I said. What's the origin of the ear of Rav? I, I, I said this, Yaakov Avinu, when he was leaving Lavan, right? And he was coming to meet Esav. <coughs> I mean, there was a very frightening proposal. Esav was coming with him with hundreds of guys, right? So Yaakov Avinu said something very interesting. <coughs> he said, no miyad ochi miyad Esav. He's praying to the British Shlomo, "Save me from my brother, from my brother, Esav." Now, why do we have to? Why does the Torah have to say so We know that the brother of Yaakov is Esav, correct? So, what Yaakov was saying, "Save me from my brother," whether he comes as my brother or save me from Esav, when it's obviously he's my enemy. So that is an eruv rav. An eruv rav is an ochi. Really, he's an Esav. But he comes to you as an ochi, so you don't realize that what? That he's coming to kill you. Not that he wants to kill you. The Erev Rav is not interested in destroying Jews. They, they, the enemy of the Erev Rav isn't a Jew. The enemy of the Erev is God. That's what he wants to destroy. He wants to destroy the unique relationship that the Jewish people have with the Rav which is the Torah. And therefore, he wants to secularize Jewish people. Like I told you, you know, the Arab says, yeah, of course we're a unique people, because we have gefilte fish. We have kedlach, <laughs> You know? And of course, the Bible is great literature, but so is Shakespeare. They want to secularize the entire Judaism. What's their, what is their, what do they get out of it? Why,
1: what's, what's motivating them to do this? From their what
0: motivates them is nobody wants a boss. Nobody. You know. Why is there why, why why is there anti-Semitism? You know why? Why is there anti-Semitism? I
1: think you said that Hitler said that the Jews gave morality to the, the
0: yeah. Lord, forgive for you know anti-Semites it's not the Jew that they hate. You know what they really hate? They hate God. They hate God and what he stands for. Righteousness, morality, ethics, you know, real justice. They don't want to be accountable to anybody. You know, they really hate God. And since the Jews are clearly the ambassadors of God, I mean, right, it says that the Torah, they've been saying that for 4,000 years, they hate God, and therefore they <coughs> hate the Jew. They hate the Jew. That's really, they, excuse me, they hate God. And since you, we are the visible symbols or representations of God that hate us. But in the end, why do they hate God? Because it's the exact opposite of what they want to do. With God, there's accountability. There's a strict code of ethics and all that. Nobody wants that. That's what they really hate, see. So in a a certain sense, it's the same idea Uh, with, The Arab They don't want, the Arab does not want God. So they're, they're not against the Jew. They are against God. And we, the Haredim, the religious, Torah-observant community, whatever, is obviously they are the ambassadors of the Rabbi Shalom. Therefore they want to get rid of the religion, not the Jews. But
1: they hate all the Jews, even
0: the second one. No, they don't want, well no, that's not true. What is it? If you're fry, why are they Jews? Who? Because as far as they're concerned, no, you not the Arab or the, anti- the Goyim anti-Semites? The Goyim hate, there are two different things here. The Arab Rab hates God, right, but not the Jew, right? God is their enemy. With the Goyim, right, it's God is the real enemy, but they have to kill the ambassador too. You see, for the Arab Rab, it's not just to get you to be irreligious. Fry. You see? They don't hate the Jew, they are Jews. A Jew doesn't hate another Jew unless he reminds him that there's a God. You know, then he, comes, he becomes what's called a self-hating Jew, you see. But the, a guy hates you because, you know, you're the ambassador, whether you observe the Torah or not, doesn't make a difference. If we don't a what? Because like, they don't distinguish between, perfect. you're part of the group of ambassadors that God says, you are my people, You know. Oh, but, 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 yeah, but they don't know what the concept of halochah is. Well, wait a minute, I hate you because you learn 10 hours a day. But I don't hate you because you're Mechal Shabbos. They don't know the difference between that. They just they know that it says in the Torah that you are my people, right? And therefore you represent me and all that. You'll be a, an amsagula and, a, you know, a light unto the nations, whatever you want to call it. Every Jew is that way. the
1: same intention as Arab, It just happens to be is smarter. They know well, it happens to be that the
0: Arab is Jewish. So they don't hate Jews. You know what I'm saying? They hate the religion in you. You know what I'm saying? I, once I, uh, I read something, I don't know what you recall it I read. <laughs> yeah, I read a story, you know, where uh, this happened. Who did it happen to? One second. Anyway, a guy was standing at a, at a, at a, in Europe at a station, a train station. So uh, somebody walks over to Jewish. He said, and the guy was dressed in, a, you know, garb. I don't see the garb, but clearly he look Jewish, you know. She so said, you should be ashamed of yourself that you dressed like this, you know. So the guy said, uh, you know, because he, 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 he's Jewish, you know. And this was a Rav, by the way. So the guy said, you, you're confusing, you know. I'm, I'm not Jewish, I'm Amish. Right, because, uh, you know. I said, oh, I'm sorry. It's so nice that you stick to your traditions." (laughs) That was a know. answer he says. So the Amish is okay. Because it's not that he he doesn't hate the dress. He hates it because that dress signifies or symbolizes that he's Torah observant, he's God. He's, you know, it's it's in your face that there's a God. That's what he hates. The Amish, eh, just a bunch of people that have their own religion, whatever it is, you know. Anyone thought that was an interesting illustration of what anti what Jewish anti-Semitism is? But the air of Rav, so the, w- when you think about it, who is the air of Rav? The air of Rav is really a tumor. What is cancer? Cancer is when one of the cells in the body, right, doesn't stop, they don't stop to grow, they proliferate endlessly. You see? That's a tumor. What's the problem? The body doesn't recognize <coughs> that cancer cell as an enemy because that cancer cell is self. That's what it is. It's me. So what do I have to kill it for? The of Rav is a tumor in the body of the Jew. So therefore, the Jew doesn't recognize these guys as cancerous or as a tumor, you see. What they think is that these guys are okay. In other words, the power of the of Rav is the power of credibility. The of Rav has credibility. That's the problem. So Jews are all taken in by that. Even if the guy is trying to destroy you, your religion, I should say, your Oilm Haba, they're taken in by this because the era of Rav has incredible credibility. Very important concept. That's why they are the greatest enemy of the Jew. Bar none. A guy comes after you, you know it's a guy, and he really wants to kill you. A Jew comes after you, he doesn't want to kill you, he says, hey, come on. You know, let's check out whatever. He wants to secularize you or make you non-observant. So you say to yourself, what's the big deal? He's, he's not, he doesn't hate me, you see. He has credibility because he's Jewish. And therefore, he gets away with what he does. That's why the Eidor Rav is the greatest enemy of the Jew. Because he doesn't look like an enemy. He looks like Ochi, not asov. Very important concept. That's how they are able to get away with it. There's another reason why the era of Rav is important. Because the era of Rav always really becomes great. You know when? Right before the Mashiach comes. That's why before Mount Terah, that's why before Mount Terah, it was Amalek. Or it was the era of Rav that got the Jews to sin at the golden calf. You see. So the era of Rav always becomes great uh, before the Mashiach. Why? Because once all the kidusha comes back to the Jews, so the Satan has to go to the Jews to go against Judaism because all the kedusha is now back in the hands of the Jews. So he's got to go back to the Jewish people because they have all the the sparks of holiness. So therefore he's got to try to convince Jews to go against Jews and so on. So there are reasons why the Ahrab is the greatest destructive force of Judaism to the Jewish the people. Well, because he's still got stuff. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know what the measure is, but... I
1: mean, just enough, not just enough life support to get by.
0: Just has enough, yeah, he's probably in the ICU. But boy, can he do a lot of damage in the ICU, you know? So in many ways, this is really what's going on. You see the incredible flow of history based on a simple idea that the Tikkun is almost complete, the Sutton is dying, and this is all about basically what he's trying to do. You see, so we are now near the end of time, especially since Obama is designated the end of time, which is astounding. So what the Barsham is now doing, it, it, you know, you really see, he's like really bringing, bringing the entire play, which is world history, to a climax, you know. So therefore there are certain things happening today which are astounding that they are happening today. So, let's talk about, we're going to talk now about Trump. What is happening you see is miraculous, okay. Everybody thought Trump was a joke, I mean nobody predicted that he would ever get anywhere. He came out in June, declared his candidacy. Nobody laughed at that. Okay, we all need a sideshow, a freak show, right? It's like the circus, right? Part of the circus is always a freak show, a sideshow. Trump is the freak show, the sideshow. And Trump wound up knocking out 16 contenders. How many guys were running, was it, 15? And each one was was 17. 17. 17. He was 17, so he knocked out 16 Republicans. Where each one was a heavyweight to be president of the United States, you're not looking at guys. Each one of these are either governors, former governors, right, or senators, or, or resumes longer than your arm, you know. And each one was of All these guys, and and he knocked them out. He, he he obliterated them. What does that tell you? And who was he? He's a businessman. He's a successful businessman that's worth a lot of money. And he was, you know, and so on, and he, how does he knock out guys? Each one is a a presidential wannabe heavyweight. So that's when you begin to realize that it seems like the hand of God wants Trump, wants Trump. Last July, I looked at it, you know, long before, and I said, he's the man, he's the man. Because already by July and August, he was knocking out guys. Shard is, you have to figure out why. But you already begin to realize, and not only that, you know, whatever he said, he always went up in the polls, never goes down. He got free coverage from the newspapers again and again, you know. He was able to, uh, you know, just knock out all the other guys, you know, and so on. Now, there are Teva reasons and there are Hashkofer reasons. The Teva reason, which is interesting, and then we'll get into the Hashkofer reasons, which is the real idea, right? How is he doing it really? It's not Trump. People realize several things about <clears throat> Trump. That's why they don't really care what he says. It's really irrelevant. What people realize is this, <clears throat> that's another reason why Obama was president. I believe Trump is critical to be the president. Why is that? What Trump is, he's the champion of the underdog. That's really what's happening. It's interesting. Trump wanted to run in 2012. I don't know if you remember that. But he was dissuaded and he dropped out. And I believe had he run in 2012, he never would have made it. What the Marshall wanted is another reason for, uh, for uh, Obama. Because the Russian wants Obama to destroy the United States or to enormously diminish right not only that the Republican Party all joined with Obama it's incredible they were elected to go against Obama and meanwhile the you know Mitch McConnell and John Boehner it's unbelievable they betrayed the Republican Party you see therefore that would guarantee that Trump should become president so first you have to be America you have to bring them down right and bring down the Republican Party so therefore Trump enters as a businessman and people are fed up with politically correct view. They're fed up with Obama, you know, and they're fed up with the economy. I mean, there's, I don't know if you know, but I mentioned 94 million people are unemployed. It's incredible what goes on and so on. So they're fed up with this and they realize something which is very important, that every politician fundamentally is a liar. They will say anything they, they need to say to get elected, Once they're in, it's a whole different story. They're liars, you know, and so on, you know, whether they really are naive to believe that they really can do what they say. But I don't believe that. I I believe it's just a a con job. Politicians are really con artists, you know, except they try to fool you that they really benefit you. But then again, so does a con artist, you know. Uh, That's really what they are. Trump, however, take a look at Trump. Trump is an interesting guy. Why? First of all, he's a businessman. He's not a politician, which is exactly people. He, he has become the champion or the banner of the middle class or the people who are not making it in America. So it's not him. It's that he has become their knight in shining armor to protect them, you see. But the Russian first had to destroy America and destroy the Republican Party in order for Trump to win. That's why Trump did not win in run in two thousand twelve. It's the You see the incredible Hajj So what the Marshall did is very interesting. One. Trump is a billionaire. Whether he's worth four billion, eight billion, doesn't really make a difference. You know, I don't think any billionaire can be described as being poor. So I don't really care if he's worth two billion, four billion, or eight billion. You know what a billion dollars is? It's a thousand millions. We, don't, we barely dream of having a million. We dream about, right? And a billion ounce is a thousand millions. And eight billion is eight thousand millions. We can't understand even what that is. Uh, so that's the first thing the Russian made him. It's not Trump. Of course not. It's the Bansham said, you need to be a billionaire. Why? So you will not be... Uh, influenced by any donor, sponsor, you don't need anybody, you see. So that's the first thing. And that gives Trump a tremendous amount of leverage. Why? Because what people realize is that even if you promise to be to, for the people, ultimately you will betray the people. Why? Because you'll have to make a deal with everybody else in order to survive. The beauty of Trump is that he can deliver what he says because he doesn't need anybody. That's the problem with every politician. They can never deliver, even if they promise, even if they want to deliver, because since they need money to survive, donations and sponsorships and all kind of, all right, therefore they, they cannot keep their word, even if they wanted to. But a billionaire doesn't care. So the first incredible beauty of Trump is that he's a billionaire, and therefore he basically will deliver what he says. Nobody can influence him. The second thing about Trump, which is very interesting, is that Trump is a real estate magnate in New York, or all over the place, actually. Why is that important? Because who are most of the people involved in real estate in New York? Jews. So therefore, Trump has become enormously familiar with Jewish people. You see, it's not like a guy from, you know, some uh, Arkansas or something like that, or, you know, he, he knows the Jews because of the Bible or whatever. Trump has done business with Jews again and again. Who knows how many times through his entire life he's been done Jews. So therefore he knows Jews. Many Jews are very good friends of his. So therefore automatically he's familiar with Jews. And therefore he likes them. Because he sees their energy, their productivity, their industry. Got that? And then the third thing is his daughter, Ivanka. She's Jewish. And she's from. In fact, I happen to know the school where she sends her kids. It's a yeshiva by the way so you know his own daughter is Jewish even though his other kids are goyim. you know but he said recently that he's gonna have his kids also advise him well what are they gonna tell him attack Israel of course not so therefore the Bush has created a person so to speak that in many ways is an of Israel I believe he's is an over Israel I don't care what he says he said that about the Arabs that he's gonna have both sit at the same table it, it, That's only because he has got to get the Arabs to the table So if he indicated a bias, they would never come. But once he gets to the table, what do you think he's gonna do? He's gonna immediately realize what what they're doing. Now I wanna tell you something. It is impossible for the Arabs to make peace with the Jews. Why is it impossible? For at least three reasons. The first reason is theologically, they cannot make peace with anybody who inhabits land that they once conquered. That's number one. So therefore, they cannot make peace. Peace is only nothing more than a strategy ultimately for war. So the Arabs cannot make peace at all with uh, the Jews because they inhabit lands that the Arabs once had, and according to the theology of the Arabs, and they're very theological, they cannot allow the Jews to possess Israel. The second thing is like Arafat once said to Clinton when he was, uh, you know, he said, if I make a deal with the Jews, I'm dead the next day. You'll kill them. Hamas, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, Hezbollah, kill the guy. You see? So he they, he, he, they can't make uh, peace with the Jews because they're dead the next day. The third reason why they can never make peace is because if they ever make peace and recognize the right of the state of Israel to exist, that would be formalized in an international agreement that would become part of international law because the Arabs recognize Israel so then how could they go to war with Israel then Israel has a full right legally to destroy the Arabs you see because the Arabs recognize Israel as a legal state so the Arabs can never formalize the agreement because then they can never attack Israel on what grounds you see so these reasons mean that the Arabs can never make peace with the Jews it's impossible and those lunkheads those idiots that call themselves politicians, the Secretary of State, carrying all these idiots, and so on, they don't get it. They don't understand that Arabs cannot make peace with the Jews, theologically. Or they're afraid of death, right? Or they can't make it illegally and finish. These guys just don't get it. And I believe that maybe deep down in this unconscious, they do get it. But their hatred for the Jews is so obvious that they cannot admit that the Arabs will never make peace, so therefore the greatest form of anti-Semitism today is anti-Zion, that's what anti-Semitism today is. So they don't care, couldn't get less of the Israel doesn't exist. In any case, therefore, what Trump is going to realize that what these guys are about, and he's going and, and, and to call them on it, you see. But the real main idea why Trump is the, is the, the designate of God Okay. So we now understand what Trump is and uh, in, in the sense of why he's good and so on. The main feature that Trump has that I believe makes him the ideal candidate for the divine agenda is that he's an egocentric person. He's an egomaniac. You know, he, he, everything's all, with him, it's always about Trump. <coughs> why else would a guy need to have his name everywhere? Whoever we ever heard of something like that? every business is Trump. It's like whatever, whatever he touches is always Trump. That's the name of the organization, that is the name of the institution. You know, that would tell me he's an incredibly insecure person, incredibly, where well, he's got to see his name up in lights all the time, you see. So he clearly is, uh, I don't know if I call him a megalomaniac or an egomaniac or egocentric, you, you choose whatever title you want. Yeah, it, it, just the key is he's got to be up there in your face in, in big lights. That is exactly why God wants him, because he's an egocentric, egomaniac. Can you figure out that? Can you figure out why? So why did, why, why would that would be? Why would that be his main feature? You know why? Because he defies everybody. The fact that he's an egomaniac gives him the strength to defy. Everybody. I mean, take a look. He will stand up when he said that the, uh, the Muslims have to get out or they won't allow them in until we figure out who they are. Everybody went crazy. He just, what did he do? He just stood his ground and he defied the entire United States and then he went up in the polls. You see, his defiance, what? He
1: said it
0: again. Said it again. He will defy, he just talked about the Mexican judge and all that and so on. And you know, by the way, he's right. He didn't say because the guys are Mexican that, uh, what do you call it? It's not racist. Anybody can be biased. He's afraid that the guys are Mexican and he will have feelings about Mexico and that will bias him in the ability to, to be fair to Trump. He's right. It, it's, not, it's not that he's biased against Mexicans. Of course not. He is, because a judge has to, re, what do you call it, recuse himself. If he's biased, of course. And the fact that he's Mexican... Right? May because he said that I'm going to build a wall and keep the Mexican out. That Mexican, even though he was born in Indiana, he may say, "Hey, they're still my people." So therefore, unconsciously, what will happen is that he will go against Trump. He's right, Trump. It has nothing to do with racism. All those dopes in the White House and the Congress think that it's racism. It's not. They don't have no idea what they're talking about. It's simply anybody could be biased. That's all. And he's pointing out that this guy can be biased because of what I said about Mexico, he may identify very strongly with Mexico, even if he's born in Indiana, an American, and therefore he's going to be biased, not because he's Mexican, but because of what I said, that's the problem. Uh, It's just astounding to watch people, how stupid they are in the end, and that's really why he's against it.
1: He's a member of this organization.
0: Yes. Yeah,
1: it's a, it's his it's, it's
0: already, exactly. And of course he's right, Trump. You know, but people hate him. So that's the first thing. So the main idea is he's defiant, tremendously defiant. Okay? And that's his claim to fame. He wants a guy to stand up to the entire America and ultimately to the entire world. Why do they hate him? You know why they hate him? Because they can't control him. The whole Republican Party is shaking in their boots. They're quaking their boots, you see, because they can't control him. That's why. Normally the big wigs, the guy, the Republicans who have a lot of money and all that, they control the party. But for the first time, I don't know if it's in history or whatever, there's a guy that was put in by the people. You see? And they can't control this guy because this guy doesn't need any of them. He stood up to Paul Ryan. I mean it's incredible how you stood up to Paul who's the who's the House Speaker. You see? So that's why they hate him. Not because of what he says, because that he doesn't listen to anybody and they cannot control him. But when you listen to what he says, he's right. He's not a racist. He's right. And now with this thing in Orlando, 49 people got killed, you know, that's a shot in the arm for Trump. You know, I think all the gays wanted to vote against him. Now they're going to come out on his side. Because he's the only one that can stop the Muslims from destroying America. And they realize that you know security has now become a major issue. You know now any guy can walk into any 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 place and kill with a, with a machine gun or with a assault rifle or whatever you call those things. You know, you know America is not a safe country anymore, where any Muslim can now walk into any place and mow down fifty people. Therefore, they hate Trump because of that. I believe that he's perfect for the agenda of Klai Israel. why? First idea, now let's, that, that's the Teva, that's why he's so popular and I believe that's why he will win. But look at the Hashkofo, why will he win with the Hashkofo? Three reasons. America I mentioned is a Teuf Shebe remember, it's the good part of Esav. America has tremendous merits. Much more, even Japan doesn't have the merits of America. Why is it Japan the second greatest economy <coughs> in the world? Because they allowed the Jews to escape to Shanghai, Shanghai, and they allowed them to learn Torah. But more important, they allowed many of the Rosh Hashivahs to go to America and Israel and, and continue to Torah. So the Malach of Japan comes in front of the bar You can see it, yeah? He says, wait a minute, Torah exists in America and and Eretz Yisrael, the Miri Yeshiva, or Yen Yeshiva, because of my guys, Japan. Where's their reward? You see, and since we're so close to the end, there's no time really. So the Muslim says, you're right, I'm going to make them, I'm going to give them fabulous wealth, an island nation that has no resources. It's a miracle what Japan has done. They have no resources. So how in the world could they become the second greatest economy after America, right? So, Marshall said, I have no problem. There's no problem for me. So, he made Japan become the greatest, the second greatest economy because of the schus that they did not kill Jews, even though they were an ally of Hitler. Unbelievable. They were an ally of Hitler, and they didn't do it. This it was during the same time? It World War II. And, uh, and, and it's funny, I don't know if you know the story, but the Japanese, they, didn't, they were allies, part of the, the Axis, right? Axis, Axis powers japan uh, and germany and italy Mussolini. so uh so uh, they the, so the japanese they knew that hitler was killing the jews and they were the axis you know would have to do the same thing that hitler was doing so they didn't understand why they're not why 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 is hitler killing the jews so uh, they called the amshin of a of the japanese yeah the high command you know or whatever the government you know i don't know if you guys know this story mm-hmm.
1: okay oh, yeah.
0: Wait, oh. So they called the Amshinu Rebbe and they said, we don't stand something. Why is Hitler calling, killing all of you? So at that point, I mean, he had Ruach whatever he had. It was just incredible what he answered, you know. He said, because the Germans hate Orientals. Orientals? <laughs> they hate Jews, but the Japanese said, wait a minute, we're also Orientals. So they went against Hitler, which is against their own partner in war. It's Ness. I mean, I, uh, the Boshma had to put the Chokhmah in his mind. Unbelievable! What a Taina, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and so on. So the so the Japanese had Moedik's Tremendous. Uh, I mean, for every word a Jew learns, if it's because of Japanese allowed Roshivas, it's infinite Chos. So that's why the Malach timed by Japan. Listen, they did this incredible thing. As a result of that, the Boshma said, "I will make them the second greatest economy on the planet." It's unbelievable, right? Uh, even though they have no natural resources, and what are they? They just came out, in 1840, Perry just brought them out of the Middle Ages. You know, they used to have the Shogun and the Samurai. That's all they were good for, sword killing, chopping off people's heads, whatever, you know, committing harakiri. <laughs> but how are how they better for many other countries
1: that let Jews out, and Russia let Jews out, and China eventually let Jews out, they all well, let Jews out? Well, it's
0: a good question, but it's more than they let Jews out. They let Jews learn. The Miri Shi was able to learn in Shanghai. His stories were written—incredible stories—and so on. What? The they were Japanese were over Shanghai in those days. Yeah, yeah. They let him learn. They let him learn. They let him practice Yiddishkeit. Right? But what's even more important is that they—they they allowed the 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 to go and to tourists to, because of Japan. You don't realize that. What a schus? The
1: fellow who wrote the visas was Japanese. Yeah.
0: What's his name? Um, uh,
1: Sagihara.
0: Uh, Sujihara. Yeah. Yeah, there's other guys, a couple of guys who did that. Sure, how many Jews Sujihara saved? Whatever, made. there's another Japanese also, I forgot his name. Also saved a lot of Jews. But, uh, but uh, it's incredible. I'm sure they came back in Gilgal. The Banshan rewarded them with incredible uh, tz'chus. Uh, but in any case, so, so therefore we see that what? That Japan tz'chus, so America has greatest tz'chus in Japan, right? Think about that. America lets the Jews learn. America support, supports the Jews. And half a lake with a section 8. Think about that. Section 8 is America sponsoring Torah. Right? That's what it is. They're not just letting the Jews learn. They give them cash to learn. Uh, so America, which is the Tev Sheba Esav, is unbelievable in terms of the, the amount of Torah. that's like
1: almost doing what Esav was supposed to do originally.
0: Oh, exactly. Because really part of Esav has to help the Jews. It's really part of the Chilich of Esav. But it's a that does it and so on, right? So I believe because of that, America really has, in, in, if you think about it, is the greatest economy in the world and has never really been attacked until the 9-11, right? But I believe what the Bushman wants to do, this is the first concept. He wants to be America. He wants to restore America, make it great again. And by the way, whose, whose political statement is that? Trump, make America great again. I believe Abunshan wants to, because we're coming close to the Messianic era, and Abunshan wants to make America great again. That's what he wants to do. Wait, what does that
1: mean for going into,
0: going into Mashiach and everything? Else? No, put that aside. Right now I'm talking about America in the Tev He wants to restore America to its greatness. Because of the incredible... And not only really that, America also has another schuss. They are the greatest... Distributors of foreign aid in the world, you know what chesed that is? I mean, America is always when there's a, when there's a calamity, a catastrophe, have Haiti. They're, o- they're always there. and The same thing with Israel, of course, you know. But America is always there, and they give tremendous amount of foreign aid. And not only that, they give three billion dollars a year to Israel. This a tremendous amount of money, and you know, and uh, so therefore, America has incredible schus. And I believe that Moshe does not want to allow. Yeshua to destroy them. I think he wants purify them and bring them back and therefore Trump is the guy. He will oppose all the the legislation of Obama to overturn it and make America great. That's number one. Number two, (coughs) I believe that he wants to destroy the Clintons (laughs)
1: That a black box from
0: an airplane, <laughs> well, I'll tell you something. Trump destroyed 16 opponents, and they were not pushovers. I mean, talk about who, Bush, Christie, uh, who are the other guys? Uh, I what, well, ben Carson, you know, Cruz. They not pushovers, and he wiped them out, whether because of lying Ted, little Rubio, little marco uh or what do you say a psychotic Ben carson <laughs> oh, oh, who a cro- low jab. who low energy, low energy jab Jeb. but he, but he, he utilized the clinic to say he and did they were shocked then and got up all his uh a virus a virus all he this he is only the
1: punch that he thought he would you know who who O'Clean.
0: he doesn't can not he no, can't stop it
1: like who is they said he had a big impact on neutralizing Bill Clinton's impact. Yeah, this is Stand only... At the end to save everything.
0: Yeah, no, no, this is only the beginning. Because in many ways, they're, mo- they're really tremendous shame. Really what they're, I'm not Forget about the fact that they're really crooked. I mean, what she did is just beyond belief, you know. Her emails, it's a scandal, it's a felony. It's obviously a felony what she did, you know, because she's an arrogant person. Nobody's going to touch me. I can do whatever I want, you know. And what about their foundation? It's a mafia foundation. It's obvious. They're with hundreds of millions of dollars because of donations of nations, you know, that, that curried favor with her. And got, it, it, the proximity, you know, as soon as, she, as, soon as they gave a um, million dollars to the foundation, guess what? <clears throat> Ten days later, that state just happened to get some special permission by the U.S. government. It's, 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 it's uh, even a retarded person could see the... the, uh, the, the uh, the crooked people that these people are, you know, then Benghazi, you know, she lied to everybody. I mean, th- th- this is just a tip of the iceberg of what these people are. But really, what they've done is they've destroyed many people. We don't even know what they've done. Uh, I-, I just read one incident that there was a guy. I forgot, he, had, he was a travel agent for the White House, and she wanted wanted to put somebody else who she knew. So she, what she did is she uh, accused him of some crime and he spent his life fortune defending himself, he's busted, you know, why? She destroyed the guy for what? You know, uh, it was just incri- the, the vicious of horror, and him, forget about him, you know him, he goes back, you know, uh, but anyway, uh, so I believe that Bansham, it's called, it's called gigs up, or you know, or, uh, payback time, and, uh, and Trump will destroy her. You know what the greatest show in history will be? The debate between Hillary and Trump. It will be the greatest uh, showtime. I believe everybody in America is going to want to watch that. Everybody, because what he's going to do to her, because he's defiant. He will say everything, anything. There's no such thing as courtesy and manners, right? He's like a he's like a bull in a china shop, right? You ever see a bull in a china shop? Forget about the china; it's all over. You know, saying you know he's like a shark. It's like you in the same tank with a shark that hadn't eaten for five weeks. Your dinner, there's no chance, you know. She's going to be his dinner. He's going to eat her alive, you know. And he's got, there's so much stuff on her. You know, there's so much stuff, and I believe that's why the punishment had made her do it, so she would not be vulnerable to Trump. So I believe that's the second reason why uh, uh, Trump, because Trump can destroy her. Nobody else would, you know. The third reason is really the main reason why. You know, Can't stop here. <laughs> the, f- the first two reasons are just just to whet your appetite. <sighs> it's the third reason that's incredible, and that's why Trump must be president. You know, I want to tell you something anyway. Uh, whether he's president or not, I'm not a novi. I don't know, but in terms of what I see in terms of the it could. It could happen, and I believe it will happen. But you have to remember one thing. A lot of what happens in the future is dependent on the Jews. If the Jews do mitzvahs or the Jews do sins, that influences the tikkun process. So only a novi, and even a novi cannot predict. If a novi says that something bad is to happen to a nation, it may not. <coughs> because if they do tshuva, they alter the nevuah. I mean, you know, Yoyinah is the biggest proof on that, you know? So Madoch and Novi who got it straight from God cannot necessarily always know what the future will be because it depends on the acts of man, you know, how much more so uh, in just looking at history or or (laughs) what will be in terms of the Hashi plan, it's not always clear what will happen and so on because the Jews can alter the plan and so on. But right now, I believe this is gonna happen it's really late I don't want to torture you guys I'll just say it and then I'll explain next week because it really goes further Iran is going to attack Israel Israel will destroy Iran the Arabs will join with Iran to destroy Israel there will be a clash between Yishmuel and, and the Jews we know what happens whenever uh, Israel that kills Arabs, the world goes bonkers. They condemn Israel, even if, it, it's crazy, but they do it. They did that in the war, you know. So therefore, what God needs is a guy that will defend Israel. He'll stand up to the entire world to defend Israel, while Israel does what it has to do. That's why you need a megalomaniac. Nobody else can do that. Only a guy who's a billionaire, really stands in many ways for the truth, and he does. Trump stands for the truth, you know, and the guy, who you know, who, who knows Jews in in many ways is an obvious Yisrael. I don't know if you realize that. He really likes Jews. He's been with them for years. But the main thing is that he, can, he will defy. His Romania means he can stand up against the entire world and laugh at them and do what he wants. And the Barsham needs that. And that is a historical precedent. That's the reason but I'll go much more extensively into it next week. So at least you know, I didn't. I didn't you guys won't suffer from all the week and say, well, I can't take this anymore. I got I to know. But that's the most important reason, and that indicates that we are right up against the end, which I will talk about next week.
1: Didn't we say last week that Iran is going to get the
0: power in 15 years? Yes. So but he's going to be out of office? Well, it, it, first of all, Iran could do it before 15 years. Yeah, which, which, the, it's very pious they will. We'll talk about it next week, you know. But the main thing is, look, Trump wants to build up the military, right? Why? What what Obama has done is terrible. He has reduced the military to the same thing that the war, World War One. It's incredible what he done to the military. He's uh, he's neutralized them. It's incredible. Trump wants to build it up to a mighty military, and the whole world will shake in its boots when you have American military. It's awesome, you know. That's the way it. it it, it all indicates that we are up against the end and different you need a guy that will, uh, which I will talk about who could defy the entire world. That's why he's a megalomaniac because you need a megalomaniac.
1: Let's go,
0: go, a no, Goigamugug is later, which I'll talk about. Okay? We'll talk about it next week. So at least I, hopefully I've satisfied.